say, they say we should have known better than to fall so deep down, deep down into this rabbit hole we found. And I was thinking on the long way down here, no life, no light, no sight, no sound down here. Hold my hand, love, eyes closed, nose dive down deep into. Welcome to a Down the Rabbit Hole 15 minute microcast. All the information you can handle in 15 minutes or less. Let's do it. So welcome again. And I had a fascinating conversation over dinner yesterday. And so I thought I would introduce you all to my friend Jack, who has a very interesting perspective on information security and its evolution. So this is Jack Nicholson. Not the Jack Nicholson, but a Jack Nicholson nonetheless. Jack, tell me a little bit about yourself and let's hear that unique perspective. Thanks. I appreciate the opportunity. So last night at dinner, we were having an interesting debate about the evolution of the security industry. And uh, I made the hypothesis that I feel that it reminds me of an interview with Bruce Lee that I saw once. Bruce Lee, huh? Yeah. The master. The master. And he was talking about how he got started in martial arts. And when he first got started out, a punch was just a punch and a kick was just a kick. And as he started learning more about it and getting better and improving his skills, he started to realize that punch was so much more than just a punch and there was so much more to a kick than just a kick. But then when he knew he was a master and he, his skills have evolved, a punch went back to just being a punch and a kick went back to just being a kick and he was focused more on the environment around him and how he can affect that environment. And I think about security where it got started out with security was just the thing the good system administrator did intuitively, build the server, secure the server. And then as security got more focused, security kind of became more than just IT. It had its own department, our own area, we're focusing on it. But now we've kind of evolved. We know our controls. We know how to secure things. And security is kind of starting to come back to people are realizing it's just good IT. So, Jack, I'm no Bruce Lee, but I, do we really get security? I mean, I, look, SQL injection is still prevalent. People are getting hacked with hacks that have, uh, have attacks that have been prevalent since the late 90s. D- do we really get security? Well, I mean, I mean, everybody that's in the security game has kind of gone to, I'm now risk management. Because we know we can't go to our boards and tell them, yep, server's safe, it'll never get hacked, we know it's going to happen. We know that as much as we've learned about fire since the dawn of age, we're still going to get burned. Good point, good point. And, but... We know how to take precautions to keep our houses from burning down, and we've also learned that fire's going to happen, but it's how you respond to that fire that really makes the difference. And I think as a security industry, we've gotten better with responding to incidences, identifying incidences, and putting in controls, but now where I think in order for us to move to the next level is like what Bruce Lee said. We've got to start becoming more aware of our environment around us and how we can impact that environment, and that's the business. I'm listening to you talk about this, and it sounds like impacting our environment, it goes back to the core of the podcast message, is going back to impacting the business then? Absolutely. So, you know, 
security today is very IT focused and you know there's only so much value that we can give to an organization just focusing on protecting the servers from the SQL injection and the you know APT attacks. Oh, we almost went through a whole five minutes without APT, Jack. Everybody's got to drop APT because it's the boogeyman. It's the thing that nobody can stop, but everybody seems to know what they could have done after the fact to prevent it. Yeah, we're the after-breach quarterbacks, aren't we? Absolutely. So everybody knows what they could have done after the fact. So... Why spend all of our time on just helping the security? You know, we are problem solvers by nature. People that get into IT and then get into security are very analytical, can break down problems, and can come up with good solutions. We need to take that and we need to take it to the business and we need to help them solve business problems through technology. So you mentioned something that just sort of stuck me that uh, I've been saying this too. I've heard other people, intelligent people say it, so you're not the only one, which is, I guess, a good sanity check, right? But security needs to be less IT focused, less IT. It's sort of weird. You know, as as IT security has evolved, it seems almost like uh, we've gone from just rudimentary, you know, things that we can use. We're sort of like cavemen. Uh, all we had was rocks and, and sticks, so we fashioned spears and, and hatchets made out of rocks and sticks. And what we're realizing is there's more to it. Now we can set traps and we can, you know, if effectively, as Bruce Lee was, I guess, quoted here, we can affect the environment around us. So is security necessarily going to evolve to being less IT focused? And is that a good thing? I think it's, it's not the security. It, security is going to always be there. But I think we need to start seeing that it needs to be in every part of the business. Security still has to be a core part of IT because good security is really good IT. But I think we could also apply good security in our business and our business practices because I feel that the security role and even the role of IT is more about giving the business a competitive advantage more than keeping us safe from hackers. So the the reason I kind of came to these conclusions is, you know, I was trying to put together a business case for my three-year strategy. And I was looking at, you know, where and, could and I And I think save? it's important, yeah. Jack, to tell people that you're, you're an information security officer. Yes. <laughs> so you, you've, you've got some experience in this. Go ahead. Yeah. So, you know, I'm trying to put together my business case, and I'm looking for hard dollars. And I think, you know, we're spending a lot of money on that cyber policy with our insurance company. And I bet, you know, if I show them that we have a best-in-class security program, I can really reduce our costs there. And I sat down with our insurance carrier, and he told us all about our coverages and how much it cost us and how it interacted. And I realized... If I don't get better at the business, this insurance company could replace my risk management role. Wow! So that's that's a bit that's a bit of a stark realization there. I'm not I'm not sure I'd buy that an insurance company an insurance policy replacing security. So in effect, saying hey, we could do nothing but buy a bunch of security as a policy. But see, that only affects your outward customers, doesn't it? Doesn't how does that help you internally? So you can have both liability coverage and you can have first-person coverage as well. So things that have happened internally. You can have coverage on both sides. But 
what really got me concerned was is I'm talking to other lines of business leaders and looking at their business packages and their risks and the numbers that they can put up for if you know they have an impact to you know production or to a major line of business it's it's in the billions of dollars wow and when you look at just risk management programs if our company got hacked we lost all kinds of personal data maybe even a patent what would be the real hard dollar costs maybe a few million that's not that much in the yeah, terms of a big program. On. Yeah, but hold on. If you lose a pat, so somebody you spend years R and Ding a, a process or product, and I know which industry you're in, so this is in, you know industry kind of stuff, right? And this is what your company, this is what your company's going to be making money on in the future. All of a sudden, some company in China or you know Russia or someplace else starts to sell the exact same thing that took you millions of dollars and years of R and D to do. How does an insurance policy replace that? Well, that's where it gets a little complicated. You know, when you look at a company and they've got their formula or they've got their trade secret. So I'll use McDonald's as an example. They are probably known the most for their trade secret and, you know, how they've automated their kitchen. And just because you know how McDonald's works doesn't mean you can compete with McDonald's. All right, fair enough. But I think it's a, it's a valid point. Intellectual property, the loss of intellectual property is a big concern. And that's why I said security is not going away. But we need to evolve and start being more aware of the environment around us because the cost of an insurance policy and what it can do for us in just terms of transferring that risk and if the deductible and the cost of that policy is within the risk appetite of the company, that's a business decision. Very so true. as a security and IT organization, I'm really starting to build my strategy less around the technology and more around information as the strategy. Where can I find the value data points and how can I help the velocity of the information get to the decision makers in a secure way so we can actually impact the competitive advantage for our company over a competitor? So Jack, I've said this a couple of times to people um, in similar positions and in, in information security officers and colleagues and peers. And they have, some of them look at me funny and some of them you know, agree with me. But ultimately, I think if information security evolves sufficiently, we'll stop being a separate department. How do you feel about that? I think it's, I think it's the right move. I agree. Um, you're right. Security kind of started out in IT. It kind of thought, oh, we're special, we're different. But how many of us in the security industry have taken an idea, we started the patching program, we started the AV program, and we've moved it back into IT, and those are the guys that are running it. And as we evolve these other security controls, they're just going to go right back into IT because that, you know, a punch is just a punch. That's but we need to be more aware of the environment around us. That's the next level we've got to get good at. So it at. sounds like the advice that we're giving, the zen of Bruce Lee, ladies and gentlemen, but it sounds like the advice that we're giving from uh, from this pulpit of a microphone here is that take a technical IT thing, apply security controls to it, refine it, and then ship it back to IT to continue to execute and then govern, right? Just make sure you have a tight governance strategy. Yes. And of course, make sure you cover yourself with a good insurance policy on the back end of that. 
So, gosh, you know, um, I don't have a disagreement with you there. Uh, that's fascinating. Uh, so last night we were talking about this, and I, I think this is fantastic. The evolution of IT security, and I, let's face it, this isn't going to happen overnight. No. So I think this is something that I've seen in large companies that sort of air quotes get it, and they separate out the operational duties of keeping the business running, which arguably reports under a CIO somewhere, right? And the risk management, enterprise ERM, enterprise risk management, under either legal, the chief legal counsel, under the CFO, usually, or under the chief risk officer or something like that. So security as an operational group ceases to exist as a business unit. So we're going from a punch is a punch, right? Some just We were just doing IT and trying to do the right thing to IT security being some black magic hocus pocus stuff that we're trying to make sure nobody else understands so we can have some job security. But now we're, are we entering a maturity phase that we say, okay, you know what? This is patching. This is not IT security. This is just good IT. This is good patching, right? We need to make sure that our systems are up to date, available. It's part of doing business and serving the business through IT. And now we've got a risk function. I like that, Jack. It, I could I, I could get on board with that. So to kind of follow up with that, you know, the ideas that I have here are not unique. These are ideas that I've you know picked up from you know other folks around the industry that are you know smarter than myself. But I'm really trying to apply them. And um, actually, this week Gartner put out an interesting paper, and it was titled "The 15 Things You Need to Stop Doing in IT." And it kind of goes through this list, and I was really surprised at how many similarities were in there of kind of the things we were talking about last night. If you as a security program, you're focused on these technical controls that you are trying to align, that's in your strategy, that's, you know, those are your goals for the year, but are those goals the goals of your CEO? Well, of course not. Your CEO is focused on revenue growth, sales growth, new product innovation, you know, growing their market territory or, or growth through acquisition. And you're over here focused on certificates and patching and good security practices. And that's that tactical operational stuff that, you know what, that really needs to go back into IT. Let IT own that and as security professionals, if we really want to help our business grow and be profitable, we need to get into the competitive advantage game, align our strategy with the CEO's strategy, and hopefully next year when I come back and talk to you, I'm going to tell you that my strategy directly aligns with my CEO's strategy, not my CIO's strategy. That, I think, is where we need to evolve as an industry. Fantastic. Well, Jack, uh, Jack Nicholson, ladies and gentlemen, the Bruce Lee Zen of IT security uh, here at the Ohio Information Security Summit. Thanks for being a guest, Jack. That was fantastic. Thank you. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed the first microcast episode of Down the Rabbit Hole, the first of many, I hope. If you enjoyed the episode, tweet about it, share it with your colleagues, and remember... Follow the white rabbit. See you next time.